welcome back to another episode of Chosen, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel watch-through. I am the watcher of this show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing of Buffy and Angel. My name is Mel B, and I am joined, as always, by the very sleepy Slayer, Marissa. Yes, it is um, almost 6 a.m. here in the beautiful state of South Carolina. I'm on vacation. It's all good. You volunteered to record at this hour. I actually made you sleep in for an hour. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'll go back to sleep later because it's my last day of vacation on the beach, so it'll be just fun. Just wondering, did you just hear Zara? I did not. Okay. Maybe it didn't show up on the mic. She just jumped straight past the mic, making a little meowing sound to get my attention. Oh. So she's now in my lap. It is very cute. Understood. Anywho, shall we dive into Season 5 of Buffy? Sure thing. With uh, Buffy versus Dracula. Yeah. It was certainly something. Did it, it, it was what it said on the tin. That's true. Um, so we get the first shot of this season is Buffy and Riley sleeping together. Actual Riley sleeping. Buffy's tossing and turning. Poor Buffy. Yes. Um, Riley has that badass scar on his chest from where he dug out the, the tracker thing or the mind control mechanism. Yep. Um, so Buffy gets up to go slay some vampire. Yeah, that because that helps you sleep. Well, you can speak to it. Does does going out to slay vampires help you go to bed? I mean, it does tire you out. <laughs> Any kind of cardio will do that to you. I, I'd, so, I'd, I'd be thinking the adrenaline, though. Like, that would get you going. Oh, by the time she has the, her walk back to go to bed. I suppose. It, yeah, it dies down. So, yeah, it was pretty easy, the dusting, and it's like when you get out of bed to get a drink of water. <laughs> Slayer style. But, exactly. So she goes back and falls asleep next to Riley. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so we get the credits real quick, mm. and Riley is still there, so that's a t- temporarily good sign, <laughs> at least. <laughs> the credits can change at any time. Yes, and Anya got herself... Was Anya in the credits before? Nope. Okay, so Anya's in the credits now. Yeah. Ta-da. So we have uh, Beach Day for the Scoobies. Yep. And Buffy being all sports ball, tossing the um, football with Riley, and he says he throws like a girl. She She throws throws like a girl, and then she basically... uh, Almost knocks him out with the football. Yeah. I have a note here saying, I suppose Buffy and Riley are cute. <laughs> that That's your influence. Well, they are cute, but I'm, st- I'm still... I can't. <laughs> Something bad is going to happen eventually. <laughs> like I said in my predictions, Buffy can't have nice things. Yeah, you're so pessimistic. <laughs> I have every reason to be. Um... Yeah. So, basically, Riley, that's what you get for being patriarchal about how your girlfriend throws football. Mm. So, not sorry about it. <laughs> um, this, the other Scoobies are sitting up on the beach basically saying that 
they don't want to go out and get sweaty by, you know, doing sports volley things, <laughs> but they're sidekicks, and that's what they do. Yeah, ooh, yeah, Willow's pretty much is like, and this is why we're sidekicks. Yeah, pretty much. Sidekicks for life. <laughs> so, um, Xander's having a real hard time getting the fire to start under the grill that he has. Yep. And Willow helps out. Well, yeah, um, so Buffy and Riley return to them, and we find out that Buffy killed the ball. Yes. So, yeah, so Buffy's like, moving on, where's the food? And Riley, I love this line, cow me. Cow me, it's pretty good. (laughs) But yeah, um, Xander can't even do something that a caveman can do, (laughs) so Willow helps him out, um, makes the fire spring into existence, and then she's like, you have to be very careful to make sure everything balances out so that you're not causing something else to happen when you conjure something. And then it starts raining. Yep, whoops, you weren't careful enough. Yep, and she goes, it wasn't my fault, I didn't do it. <laughs> Pretty sure you did it, Willow. Pretty sure that happened. Bad anyway, with food. So then, yeah, and then we get a really weird scene where there's these guys pulling up in a truck to this creepy castle. That's what I called it in my notes, creepy castle. Okay. <laughs> um, so they're, they pull up and they're like, we're getting soaked, we need to get this box of dirt. Well, they don't know it's dirt truck. at first. <laughs> yeah, well, they're pulling out this big thing that almost looks like a coffin. Mm. Um, and they accidentally drop it and they find out there's dirt in there and then the dirt kills a guy. And then another guy. Uh, it's not the dirt. A hand comes out. A hand oh, smashes yes. out of the box. But they thought there was only dirt. Yes. They they have a box of dirt. And guess what's inside it? Dracula, it turns out. Yeah. So this transitions us to uh, Willow setting up a new computer and scanner for Giles because they're going to archive the entire library. It's very exciting, but didn't they try to do this in an earlier season, and that was a really bad idea. Yeah, I robot you, Jane. Exactly, exactly. Um, but Giles is like, I need something to do because I'm trying to get a life. Yep. I sympathize. But I'm then, also trying to get a life. Yeah, but it's real. It's like work. <laughs> I don't want to do work. <laughs> Anyway, so Giles is basically like, Willow, can you keep a secret? And I was like, Willow is terrible at keeping yeah, secrets. Yeah, Willow's a really secret. bad idea. <laughs> so he goes, so I'm not really Buffy's watcher anymore. And she goes, well, only on account of you getting fired. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. He goes, and she doesn't really need me anymore, so I'm going back to England. Yeah, and Willow's all like, we need you, though. Who's going to watch us? <laughs> <laughs> She's adorable, but I was very distraught uh, of Giles leaving. Yeah, but he says they'll be fine. They don't need him anymore. But they won't be fine. Hmm. I was very, very sad. I said he couldn't leave. Yeah. Did I miss a cute name, that a cutesy nickname that Willow gave Giles? She said Harry Eyeball, and I wasn't sure where that came from. Oh, no, Harry Eyeball is a phrase, and I cannot tell you what it means off the top of my Dang head. Dang it. Uh, I can Google it. Eh. 
Well, not, not acceptable, but I just didn't, or not necessary. <laughs> um, but I didn't want to accept that Giles was leaving. Yeah, it's just like, oh. Um. Yeah, so we get um, Buffy and Joyce having dinner. So, goes, just quickly, hairy eyeball is a look of disdain. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. Makes sense. It's a British thing. Got it. And Giles is very good at it. <laughs> he is. He is very good at it. So anyway, so we have, um, like I said, Joyce and Buffy having dinner. Yeah. And Joyce is like, I'm going to have to get used to you not being at home anymore. And it's kind of sad because she likes having her around. And she goes, yeah. well, maybe we'll make this a weekly occurrence because I have to go patrol because dark equals dinner bell for these vampire dudes. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. She wants to have she wants to have a, a mommy daughter date night, which yep. is adorable. Yep. Uh, since she's been staying home all summer, by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. Well, usually that's how it goes when you're mm-hmm. living on campus somewhere. Yeah. Um, she says that slaying is a drag, but she seemed to be enjoying it well enough. I know, right? I think she's lying. Yeah. <laughs> How dare she lie? She shouldn't lie to people. Anyway, so as she's slaying this one vampire, Dracula is watching and seems yeah. super impressed by the whole thing. Yeah, he's a bit of a fanboy of the Slayer. Mm-hmm. And so he walks up to her after she finis- finishes dusting this guy, and she tries to pick a fight with him for no reason. Mm, well, he's a vampire. Yes, but he wasn't at all aggressive towards her. You're like, what if it was another angel? Exactly. You can't be too careful. I'm, um, I, I'm seriously wondering how Spike's managed to survive this long. Well, we find out that he feels bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but in general. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so Dracula's like, he was so polite, first of all. Kept turning into mist at the start, though. Yeah, he's kind of all over the place. <laughs> but he was like, I'm impressed by you. You're you're obviously the Slayer, and it's all good. And she goes, so who are you? And she gets super impressed that he's Dracula. Uh, not at first. First, she asks if he's sure because she's met a lot of pimply, overweight vampires who call themselves Lestat. Well, she, the way she said get out seemed pretty impressed. Yeah, and then, but as I said, then she's like, are you sure? And like, tries to check. Well, of course he's sure. <laughs> he, seem, he seems pretty, pretty Dracula-esque. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, and then um, it gets all deep on her ass and being like, your power is rooted in evil and all this stuff like that. I mean, he's not exactly wrong. <laughs> Darkness did give her a reason to exist, and now that they like conjured the first Slayer's power and the whole thing, there's some issues, which we find out at the end that she actually realizes there's an issue. That's like a lot of self-development for Buffy. She actually notices there's an issue this time. That's good. That is a good thing. She's um, growing. Yeah, we do get a quick thing with Willow and Xander. When did Willow start calling Xander Zand? Uh, right now, apparently. 
apparently. I said, I've never heard that as a, first of all, I've never heard that as a um, nickname for Alexander. Mm. Super weird. Um, Yeah, Um, she's talking about secrets. Yeah, she goes, I have, what if I had a secret and I couldn't tell you about that secret? And he says, the secrets about her and Tara, especially naughty ones, he needs to know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was like, it's not, it's not a, 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 you know, naughty secret. It's just a secret that I can't tell you about. And not that I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Like, well, but why would, why would you even bring it up then? Uh, she's bad at this. She's real bad at this. But, uh, we cut... But, oh, sorry. Yeah, we, we cut back to Dracula and Buffy. I didn't write a lot down of what he said. Uh, he was just, you know, talking to her about her powers being in darkness and that they pretty much need to hook up. <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty much. Then Xander and Willow um, happen upon Buffy after she tries to stake um, Dracula a couple times, but he just turns into mist. Yeah. And she was like, you guys need to get out of here. Yeah. I love when he comes and Xander's like, where did you learn to count? Sesame Street. One, two, three, three vampire. No, three victims. Mwahaha. Yeah. That is actually the first like, line of Buffy I ever learned. Someone quoted that to me. Oh, boy. <laughs> so that was, that was my... But I was like, Xander, you need to stop. <laughs> But yeah, so that line was like my that first foray into Buffy. <laughs> that was before I started watching. Understood. Gotcha. Um, but basically, he's like, "Will uh, me and you, Buffy, we will talk later." And he turns to a bat and flies away. Yep. And he's <laughs> Yep. And so we reconvene at Giles's place, and they're all talking about how hot he is, and I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't, later on. I don't actually find him attractive. Maybe it's a charm thing for them. Like, you'd have to be there. Apparently. Well, there is the thrall. Um, the thrall. The thrall is real. Um, but I was like, he's not that hot. Have you met Spike? Because Spike's pretty pretty hot. You're <laughs> obsessed. Like you. Yeah. Yeah, I am. It's true. But yeah, while the girls so, are all, like, fawning over him, Riley and Xander are disgusted. They're like, "Ick." <laughs> well, we find out that Anya knew Dracula. Yeah, but she yeah. was only a silly young demon back then. Only about 700 years old. <laughs> so, and then Hera's like, so, Willow, you found this guy attractive? She goes, no, not at all. That, that didn't happen. <sighs> you, can, you can like guys and girls. That is a thing that can happen. Um, so, basically, they're like, there's a lot of um, lore surrounding Dracula, so we need to, like, look up a bunch of stuff, and then we'll figure out what to do. And Riley's like, let's just get a bunch of steaks. It'll be just fine. <laughs> right to the point. And I was like, I was like, Buffy tried to stake him, and it didn't work. Um, so we're need- going to need to look into that a little farther. Yeah. Trying to find... But apparently there was no penetration. Oh, yep, Good yep. Good to go. <laughs> yep. Um, 
<sighs> Where was it? So Anya's obsessing over Dracula. Um, uh, Giles said something I didn't write down. And there's Willow going, wow, Giles, that was so useful. <laughs> How useful yeah. is Giles? Every time he said something, she was like, oh, that was so helpful. Thank you, Giles. What will we do without you? <laughs> it's like subtle, Willow. Subtle. Yeah. So, basically, Riley's like, if we still have the initiative, we would be able to find everything super quick instead of going through all these books. And I was like, someone misses the initiative and how easy it was to find information. Yeah. Everybody but else is better than doesn't, it. Yeah, I was going to say, every, nobody, else, nobody else misses the initiative in that group. Exactly. So, basically, um, Buffy's like, we, um, someone's telling me about Buffy needing to go get some rest. And Riley's like, I'm amped up. I, I can't sleep right now. And basically, nothing Buffy was about to say was going to lead to sleep if he <laughs> went with her. Yeah. So, so, um, uh, we have, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, we move on to Anya and Xander walking home. And Xander's in full-on jealous mode. Yeah, he is not impressed. He's like, oi. Um, well, she was kind of fawning over him. Mm. Over Dracula. Oh, completely. Mm-hmm. So, can Dracula turn into more than one animal? Yeah. Uh, that's what okay. we get from... I think that's in the original lore as well, but definitely in this. Oh, okay. He's a wolf a ba- and a bat in this. Okay, yeah, because there's a wolf on top of one of the shops that's watching Xander and Anya. Yeah. And basically, Anya's like, I'm not into you being a jealous jerk, so I'm going to go now. Yeah, pretty much. Although, he... Well, he goes, aren't you coming home with me? And it's white. It's White's Day, and the bleach makes oh, yeah. her nauseous. Yeah, we never really used bleach at home. Yeah, I don't usually use it for, like, washing clothes. I use it in my bathroom, but that's it. Right. But anyway, so she's like, see ya, and he keeps walking and runs into Dracula. Yay. <laughs> and he tries to um, challenge him to fisticuffs. Oh, you're precious, Xander. So precious. And basically what happens is Dracula puts him under mind control and is like, you need to bring the Slayer to me. Yeah, he's like, yes, master. And he's like, and I'll give, I'll give you immortality in exchange. Um, <laughs> and then he says, you're very strange and off-putting. Uh, you should go now. <laughs> yeah, true words have never been spoken. I was like, I bet that's not the first time Xander has heard that, <laughs> to be honest. And yeah, Xander goes to leave, and he's like, uh, what do I call you? <laughs> and then he's like, gone. He's like, he is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and where do I find you is his other thing. So. Yeah, he'll find him. He'll be just fine. So, s- we get Spike. Yeah. Uh, Riley goes to Spike's crypt. Yeah, he wants some answers. He's around. So he, f- yeah. he figures um, he'll, uh... Intimidate the local puppy. Yes. But Spike has a crossbow, and he goes, you might want to put that down unless you want a super big headache. (laughs) And he's like, I'm being chased after by some demons. I can't be too careful. And he looked super proud of himself. Uh, I think think he was kind of proud, kind of annoyed. He always looks smug. I mean, that's true. He's very, very smug. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, apparently Drax. Yeah, I was just going to say the other demons don't appreciate Spike having helped the Slayer. Yeah, yeah. We'll get over it. Yeah, we find out that he knows Dracula. Dracula owes him money. Yeah, I am 11 pounds, I believe he said. Yes, and he calls him Drax and is basically like, and then he got all famous and forgot all about his friends or his enemies. Yeah. <laughs> Not impressed at um, all. And basically he's like, he's like, you can't take on Dracula, so go home and have a nice, safe, uh, nice, safe snog. Yep. Oh, I've like got the quote snog. here. Ponzi bastard owes me 11 pounds. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. He um, re- basically... He yeah. reveals to Riley that all of Drax's... Now I'm calling him that. <laughs> Dracula's magic is showy gypsy stuff, and he's just pretty much like a regular vampire, but he went off and got famous, letting everyone know how to kill them. Spike does not appreciate that. No, I wouldn't appreciate it either. But yeah, he's basically like, um, so run along now, because you can't do anything about Dracula, and basically Riley's like, I'm pretty sure you should tell me all that you can, because I'll kill you. Mm. Because I don't feel bad for you the way Buffy does. Yeah. So, according to Riley, Buffy has a problem with hurting uh, harmless creatures. <laughs> Ouch. 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 Um, so... Hmm. Um, we that, have Buffy sleeping. Can, no, just quickly... So when Riley's like, oh, I'll kill you kind of thing, Spike goes chest to chest with him, is like, I'd like to see you try. And, oh, my God, that intense look they're passing. Yeah, I'm not intimidated by Spike anymore because he can't hurt Riley at all. No, but it's not about being intimidated. It's both of them, how they just, like, sort of glower at each other. I was like, oh, my God, those looks. Okay. Also, Spike would be very upset to hear he's not scary anymore. Um, I've heard. <laughs> but yeah, so then we get Buffy sleeping, and there she should know better than to have any of her windows open at all. Vampires shouldn't be able to get in without an invitation, so I wouldn't be scared. Sure. Well, we find out that he did get an invitation, so that that didn't hold up. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah he, he mists into her room. Because that's not creepy. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, and they have a very weird exchange. Mm. He's, like, taking control of her. Oh, yeah, and he and basically he's the original bad boy that all the girls want. Really? <laughs> and so he was basically like, um, I would be able to... You, you don't know, he blah, says, blah, blah, blah. you are magnificent. I bet you say that to all the girls before you bite them. (laughs) But he goes on and on and on about how awesome she is and how he can help her realize her true potential and blah, blah, blah. And then he sees that she's been bitten before. Yes. He said, so you've already been tasted by someone that didn't deserve you. And I was like, well, she's been tasted by two, actually, but that's not the point. Yeah, no, no, no. it wasn't loving with the master. 
No, it was not. And it wasn't really loving with Angel either. No, I bet it was an act of love on her part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of tension, and basically he's like, don't fight it, and then he bites her. Over where Angel bit her. I am annoyed. I'm like, do not get rid of Angel's hickey. It's not a hickey anymore. It's just a, a scar. It's Angel's hickey scar. Fine. Um, so I, bl- I blame Riley for not being there. So that's what happened. Why were you off visiting Spike or doing whatever exactly. you were doing? Exactly. Um, so we get the next morning and Buffy wakes up and she acts like she doesn't remember and gets all like weirded out when she sees the marks on her neck. But she puts a scarf on to cover them. Yeah, that'll work. It'll be just fine. And off she goes to the scoobs. Yep. And basically Willow's like, all the things that we knew about Dracula are the things that we need to know. Um, all the things that can kill him are the usual stuff. And he likes to give long, slow bites that last for days. That's apparently sexy. I love that she's like, I wouldn't have been able to do any of this without Giles. Oh, yeah, she was being, she was doing too much to yeah. try to get Giles to feel needed. <laughs> Meanwhile, I love Xander. He's like, no one can fight the Dark Master, Vader. <laughs> and, like, no one's yeah. noticing how weird he's acting. Oh, well, because Xander acts weird sometimes. Yeah. Um, he eats a spider. Yeah. Um, and Buffy, meanwhile, oh, just before that, he goes, um, he goes, Dark Prince, Vader. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't work that way, oh, Xander. Geez. No, it was very strange. Oh, um, yeah. They're talking the about, he's like, oh, yeah. I think it's Angel Riley says that Buffy felt like Dracula's penetrating gaze, and she's like, I didn't feel it. And he starts realizing that she's under the thrall. And he's just like, you're under his thrall. Yeah. And pulls off her um, scarf. Well, after Xander eats the spider, she's basically like, I'm just going to go take this care of this Dracula thing, because y'all didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. And he goes, you're not going by yourself. Mm. And she goes, mm, I think I am. And so she leaves. They all go outside, and he's like, take off your scarf. And she goes, what? He goes, take off your scarf. And she goes, you're being ridiculous. He goes, I don't think I am. <laughs> so he does take off her scarf and sees the, you know, Two puncturing scratches that she has on her neck. Yeah, according to Xander, just a scratch. Yep. And he's like, Riley's like, I don't blame you because of after the things that happened with Angel, and she goes, Excuse you? He's like accusing her of transference. Yeah, I was like, How dare you bring up Angel in this whole thing? (laughs) And that's when I realized that uh, we didn't see him being invited. Into Buffy's? Yep. Yeah, so they're basically like, we're going to do a protection spell in your house to make sure that he can't get back in. Yep, Xander's taking Buffy to his place. Yeah, it'll be just fine. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and we find out that Joyce had invited Dracula into the he house. just seems so nice. <laughs> sure, but if a guy is really pale and suave, you probably shouldn't invite him into your house. Aww. How am I ever going to have a boyfriend? <laughs> Only date can like dudes? Those, those pale, you know, you, you like those pale, but, uh, suave guys? Is that what you're saying? I like suave guys. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, Joyce is like, you're going to get to a point, you two, uh, to Tara and Willow. She says, you're going to get to a point where you just want to give up on men altogether. That knowing little look they share. is is very cutesy. <laughs> so basically, Anya's like, I don't want to babysit the Slayer. <laughs> Not about She's it. She's complaining. She's going to complain and complain and complain. And Xander's like, what time is it? It's six o'clock. And so he takes Anya and shuts her in the closet. i got to take you to the master now. It's this whole deal where I get to be immortal. Uh, you cool with that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty good. So Buffy's like, yeah, let's do this thing. Yep. That's a creepy castle on the outskirts of Sunnydale. Mm. She, Buffy tried to fight the whole thing for like a second, but then put down her stake. Yep. Um... So he's controlling her again, and she's pretty... F- huh? I didn't say anything. Okay, sorry. She's pretty freaked out about how he's affecting her. I'd be freaked, too. Mm. Yeah. She's used to being in control of everything, and she's not in control in this moment, and it's not a good thing. Mm. Um, Riley and Giles are checking out all the creepy castles around the area. Well, all the creepy Riley- places. <laughs> well, yeah. But he didn't know that this creepy castle existed on the outskirts of town. I was like, you should probably check out all those areas just in case. Yeah. I love that they find it and Riley's like, I've been in Sunnydale for a little while now. No one I've never noticed. (laughs) A giant creepy castle. Yep. Um, So they're walking through and there is a vampire woman in the shadows. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Um... And it was also weird that Dracula doesn't vamp face. Yeah, yeah. He's too cool for that. Apparently. Um, and he was like, and one of, and someone will feed, or someone will taste. And she's like, I'm not gonna let you. He goes, I wasn't talking about me. Yeah. So I was pretty sure he meant Buffy, but I wasn't sure at that moment. Um... Xander comes out and meets Riley, and he was like, I'm not going to let you get to the master. Uh, you're going to have to go through me. And basically, he just punches Xander the F out. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. I mean, if that's the only way to get to Buffy to save her, then he's going to do what he, he has to do. Um, Giles walks through a door and falls. Hmm. Right into the waiting <laughs> arms of the three sisters. But he did say, at least you didn't get knocked out for a change. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> that was a nice call out. Mm. But yeah, the three sisters who I've never heard of. Uh, yeah, they're part of the mythology. Okay. They're like brides um, of Dracula. He looked very uncomfortable. Yeah, he looked very uncomfortable. Then he was getting all rubbed on, so. 
I think he got into it. Shirt got ripped open. Yeah, maybe a little bit. So Dracula is basically like, you're going to drink my blood because this is what we do here. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to show you your true nature. (laughs) Yeah, and she was like, but won't that change me? And he goes, no, you'd have to be close to death for that to be, and that won't happen until you beg me to do it. Mm. So Buffy does drink from him. Yeah. And he says something about um, discovering your true nature, but then she realizes this is a problem. He says, you think you know what you are, what's to come, you haven't even begun. Yeah, and then she realizes... Do you recognize that, that line? Wasn't it from when Tara was talking about uh, talking for the first Slayer? Yep. Or was it just Tara in general? No, uh, Tara talking for the first Slayer, I believe. Wasn't it like at the very end when Buffy was looking into her room and there was uh, a disembodied Tara voice? Uh, she says it twice. She says it once in the dream okay. and once when Buffy's walking past the room. Gotcha. So, yeah. But basically Buffy snaps out of it and she was like, that was gross. We're going to have it out because I'm not under your thrall anymore. Yeah. Meanwhile, Riley finds Giles and helps him out. And Giles gets up and like, oh, I lost a shoe. Better go back in there. Nope. <laughs> shoe is not that important, sir. Yeah, I love that. He's shirtless him, Giles, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. He's not bad so, looking. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. We'll put that on the, the shelf for now. <laughs> um, um, I love that so, Riley calls Giles, sir. It's so polite. And probably he's angel with the military. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, so Buffy and Dracula are having it out. She hits him with a chair, which you know I always appreciate. <laughs> um, I never understood why vampires are so reluctant to embrace electricity. Because if they're around fire, they could be, you know, be torched into flames at any second. Uh, power bills. Legit. I guess how, it would be. How are they going to pay your power bill? I I understand. It's fine. Um, but she did it. She dusted him. Easy peasy. Yeah, as he materialized, it was very clever. Really, Zara? Really? She was sitting on one of my books, so I gently prodded her off, and she went and sat on the other one. I'm like, I kind of need both. Oh, sad. <laughs> Anyways, yes. But anyway, so she dusts him easy peasy, no big deal. And Xander is pissed. Can you blame him? He said, well, after Riley and Buffy are like, well, we we got rid of, well, they're talking to Giles. She's like, I got rid of Dracula. It's all good. Uh Xander comes in and says, where's the creep that turned me into a spider-eating man bitch? Yep. He summed it up pretty well. He's tired of being... The guy who gets funny syphilis, he's done with being the butt monkey. Understood. No more butt monkey. <laughs> and then Dracula well, rematerializes. Um, well, they, they, they leave, and as they're leaving, like, the camera refocuses and he starts to rematerialize. The important thing is they leave. Buffy's there, and then Buffy's there to 
stake him as soon as he rematerializes. Yeah, she's like, she's, I've read your books. Oh, no, watched your movies. Watched your movies, sorry. Buffy doesn't read books. God, who was I thinking of? <laughs> uh, Giles, that's who you're thinking of. Willow. Yeah, well, I'd probably read them, too. Mm. But, so she stakes him again, she was like, and then he tries to rematerialize again, she goes, I'm still right here. <laughs> and the dust just falls back down. Yeah, we'll be just fine. So, um, we- Buffy goes over to Giles's to have a talk. Yep, and he's like, oh, I need to talk to you, too. Yeah, and basically she's like, I haven't just been going out on patrol. I'm actually going. I'm actually going and hunting these vampires. Yep. And she goes, I don't know how to control it, and I think there's a problem that manifested itself after we summoned the first Slayer, and I need you to help me, I because I can't stop it on my own. Mm. But she needs him. Oh. Giles looked like he was about to cry. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, we briefly get Buffy back at um, Joyce's, and oh, she she asks what yeah. um, uh, she Giles had to say to her, and he goes, yeah. "Dumb, nothing. It's fine. Yeah. He's going to be her watcher again, and that's all that matters." <laughs> Yay! Um, but yeah, she yeah, goes. She's fine. back. Yeah, she's back at home. And she was like, well, I'm going to go um, see a movie with Riley. Yeah, see a movie with Riley. And she goes into her room, and there's a random girl there. Yeah, that is exactly what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> yeah, she was, I, she was like, what are you doing in here? And then Joyce says, if you're going out, why don't you take your sister? Yep. What? And both girls scream, Mom! And the episode ends. What? What? So, I mean... So, no. Since when does she have a sister? Mm Mm-hmm. Since when? Since... That's what I want to know. Right now? Since forever? Do I think we would have had some mention of it? Yeah. (laughs) They haven't... In four entire seasons, mentioned the fact that Buffy has a sister? Nope. I'm so confused. Uh, so I told a lie by accident a few weeks ago. This was the season four finale in Australia. So they had Restless, then they showed this, and then people were made to wait for a year for the rest of season five. Ugh. Can you imagine that? Imagine being, that, being left with that. That's terrible. That's terrible. Ugh. Head spinning. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> How can they retcon everything we've ever known? Because every time they talked about Buffy and um, Buffy's parents getting divorced, they never mentioned how it affected another child. No, they never mentioned it at all. I'm so confused. Uh, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I hate you. <sighs> Deep breath. Can I, have some international, can I have some international titles while I try to re-examine my life? Okay, we've got Buffy against Dracula. 
Buffy versus Dracula, Buffy versus Dracula, Buffy versus Dracula, Buffy against Dracula. So basically, nobody had a really good way to say this other than what it is. Yep. Um, so the story behind this episode, uh, I can't remember if it was Joss Whedon or one of the producers, but they were like, oh, we want Buffy to ha- be, like, fighting this really old vampire, you know, like, suave, like Dracula. And he's, like, a very princely and, like, like Dracula, you know? I think it was How the producer. just use Dracula? And, yeah, and then Joss Whedon is like, uh, why don't we use Dracula? He's public domain. Yeah, seems good. Seems like a good, good option. Yep. Uh, exactly. Uh, just checking if there's any... Interesting notes. Oh, I can't believe. Okay. Nope, that's it. So, shall we rate this episode? Um, it's pretty good for season opener. Both of these episodes actually were pretty good for season openers. Um, I guess we'll give this one, I guess, an eight. Yeah, we'll go with 8. Yeah, I gave it an 8.5. I almost gave it a point five for Buffy being able to see if there's a problem, but then I didn't. Uh, your favorite moment? Um, I do like um, Xander snapping out of the mind control and the whole where's the creep that turned me into the spider-eating man bitch. That was pretty good. Okay. My but also, Dracula and Buffy fighting is also pretty good, so I think the man-bitch line is going to get an honorable mention. Okay, I will change my notes and honorable mention. Sorry. And Buffy v. Dracula, which was what my favorite moment is. I figured as much. We're still on the same page. You do like the fighting. Of course. A uh, character shout-out. Um, it's going to go to Buffy for being able to realize that there's a problem and she needs Giles to help her with it. She's growing as a person. Woo! Ta-da! Uh, uh, I'm going to give mine to Buffy as well. You can tell I hadn't thought about okay. this before. I thought you might give it to Giles. Uh, no, I, 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 I have a few episodes in my head where I know I'm going to give shout-outs, so I don't want to, like, shouting out the same characters so close together. So, yeah. Anywho, next episode is called Real Me. Um, we're going to find out about this sister that no one knew Buffy had. And she's in this... Sister's going to have to figure out what living with the Slayer is all about. I don't know if there's going to be any, like, big, you know, monster or something. It's just going to be about her figuring out how to live with something, somebody that goes out and slays demons all the time. Can I point out that Buffy lives on the campus? 
sure, but we don't know how much younger this sister is. Maybe Buffy has to move home because there's a sister that no that she didn't know she had. So Buffy doesn't know that she has a sister. Uh, well, apparently she. I, I don't know. Maybe she's gonna be moving back home, but I don't know. But we're gonna find out about the sister that no one knew she had. <laughs> You're so frustrated. I I'm can sorry, hear it. But, yeah, I, you can't just bring in a whole new human without giving us some background, Joss. <laughs> don't appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry. I hate you. And the tone has changed. I still hate you, but yes, we're in a different tone now. You you can't hate me forever. I didn't write the shows. Uh, maybe not forever, but for right now, still. <laughs> and I mean, may, maybe you'll learn more next week. Like, who knows? <laughs> That's all you got? Like, who knows? Yeah, oh, I don't know. I have no idea what's to come. We've only just Liar. begun. I'll stop. Uh, anyway. So, yes, this is um, episode one of season two of Angel, which I'm very excited to be done with season one. <laughs> You're like, right, we've got the premise. Let's go. Yes. Um, we open up with a karaoke night for demons. Yeah, I Will Survive was not a bad choice for his voice. It was very good. Um I guess they need to blow off steam, too. They, they have a rough life sometimes. Yeah, well, what we find out later is the karaoke isn't so, is like, it's for the entertainment of the demons watching, but the demons singing will get something out of it from the host. Exactly. So we cut quickly to Cordelia performing a scene with some guy. Yeah, she seems to be like doing an improv or something. Not an improv, a well, I think drama club. No, drama yeah, club. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is she actually getting auditions? Mm. Um, because I knew off the bat that it wasn't her with like a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she improvises part of it by slapping the guy at the end of the speech. And he was not impressed, but the director was. <laughs> Oh, the director was all about it. And I was like, yeah, just smack a guy in the face. <laughs> he, he was not about it. It's like, it doesn't say to do that. Yeah, he's like, she hit me. <laughs> yeah, so they want to do another run-through, but she gets, um, she has a pager. Yeah, and she gets page 911. Yeah. yeah. She's got more important things to take care of. All right, prioritizing the helpless. Exactly. And then we get um, Wesley in a bar being really, really good at darts. Yep. Um, and one of the girls is, like, giving him eyes, and then he throws another dart, and it hits somebody in the eye, we're assuming, because they scream. <laughs> so he's, make, he's making money off people because he's really good at darts, and then he gets his call, and there's this girl making eyes. And, yes, he thinks, oh, before I leave, I'm going to be a bit impressive. 
Yeah, so he throws another dart, and then someone gets injured. Yep, and he leaves very quickly. Yep, and so it's um, our trio breaking into a gym. Mm. Um, I feel sorry for the gym employee. Yeah, he was just trying to do his job. He was like, guys, you can't just come in here. You have to You have to pay money to be a member. And Angel's like, I'm thinking about becoming a member. I just want to see what it's all about. <laughs> Uh, um, we get them standing in front of a mirror and the guy stumbles over his words because Angel's not there. Yeah. It's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So he smashes the mirror and there are demons going about a sacrifice of some humans. Yeah. I love that Angel's line is just stop that. <laughs> uh, yeah. She, he vamp faces and says, stop that. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, and so he kills these demons and releases the, the people that are tied up. With, like, the whole goes, gym watching. Yep. And he goes, <laughs> oh, that's what happens when you're all on steroids. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I love that the gym employee is like, that, that guy had, has horns. And, yeah, and then Angel goes, steroids, not good for you. No. Steroids are all bad. <laughs> so I thought it was a nice way to start the new season. Mm-hmm. It's kind of showing that they're um, kind of getting their groove going. Yeah. Um. So uh, we have the credits, and Gunn made it. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, we have the AI still meeting in Cordelia's apartment. Yeah, they got whiteboards set up. <laughs> they're all about it. <laughs> they're very... Professional, we'll say. Whiteboards are very professional. They have the list of the cases that they've done, whether they're completed or pending. And Angel's wearing new clothing. Yeah. yeah. Not just with his, his black on black. He had, like, a blue shirt on. And he's also contemplating joining a gym and, like, getting out in the world. Yeah, he's thinking about his future as a real human and, you know... <laughs> Cordelia, at first Cordelia's like, well, you're not there yet, so let's focus on getting you to be a human first. Yep, exactly. And then he's like, oh, I suppose I'm more solitary. Yeah, he really is. You'd ha- you you shower with a lot of men. I'll always be a loner. Yep. <laughs> um, but they go about uh, IDing uh, this demon that they had to that they had destroyed. About a month ago, I think they said. Yep. Um, Cordelia sneezes a couple of times, but then has a vision, and her facial expressions are exactly the same for both. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. So she has to but tell them come. after she sneezes. So when yes. she first sneezes, they run to help. And then, you know, she's like, no, it's just a sneeze. Then she got, she sneezes again, and they look annoyed. Then it happens again, and she has to call out Vision. Yeah. But he kept dropping her cute crystal ornaments and smashing them. Yeah. It's very sad. Hope he plans um, to return them. I mean, replace them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a demon, ch- quote-unquote, there's a demon chasing a girl in her vision. Yeah. There was yeah. very little information. Yep. Um... So we get quickly um, Wolfram and Hart 
Yep. Lila is visiting Lila's office. I knew you'd forget her name, Um, so I was trying to be subtle for you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, So she's visiting him, and he has his, you know, hand that's not real because he got it chopped off last time. He's having a real rough time about it. Yeah. Um, And so basically he's been trying to keep Darla comfortable. Yep. So his office is really dark and gloomy, according to Lila. She is dark and gloomy. It's true. Um, but yeah, she goes over and talks to Darla and she goes, I know this all must be very confusing for you. And Lindsay's like, could you stop talking to her like that? Cause she's like 400. You don't have yeah. to t- talk to her like she's a child. Mm. Um, but he is playing her the classics. So he's listing the composers she likes, but she doesn't like the Russian composers, according to Lindsay. Wonder why that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, basically, he's like, we've both suffered a lot, so I think I understand where you're coming from. Mm. And I was like, yeah, your hand got cut off and she got killed by her ex-lover, so, yeah, it's the, it's the exact same thing. But both was Angel. That is true. They do have that connection. So, we find out that Darla can sense Angel. She, she can sense oh. he's nearby, because they've got a special connection. She... She is his sire, so that would make sense. And then uh, she uh, remembers that he killed her. Mm-hmm. And she, and that she has a soul. Loved, loved to see the boy. Mm. Yep. So we go back to AI, and Wesley yells and scares Dennis. Yeah, well, Dennis bumped him. So Wes just goes off. And Cordy's like, don't, don't do yell that, at him. Dennis. Dennis is a very nice G-H-O-S-T. <laughs> I love that she spells it and doesn't say it. It's like he's a pet, so you know the whole, um, the pet does something wrong, but the own like to a guest, but the owner's like, no, it's my pet, so shut up and deal with it or leave. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much how that goes. Um, so they're trying to figure out how they can determine who this demon is that's chasing a girl and how they can, you know, help. Hmm. And turns out Wesley has a contact that he's super smug about. Yeah. Oh, Dennis finds the demon for them in the book. That's why he was near Wes. He turns the book. Oh, oh, oh right. So, yeah, um, and then, yeah. But Cordelia has a really good line to make with the chin music until he sings like a canary. <laughs> um, I like that a lot. Yeah. I want to know where Wesley gets these contacts. He's an ex-watcher. I'm sure he has connections still in the council. Mm, I don't think he does after everything. So what, he just goes out playing darts at different bars and finds out what he can find out? Uh, Maybe, because remember he went all rogue demon slayer and he was no longer connected to the council. No, that's true. When they turned up for faith, it was very much, oh, you can come back into the fold and you won't have to be on your own anymore. Maybe him and Giles still talk. There is some contact with Sunnydale. There definitely is contact with Sunnydale. We've had a few offhanded mentions. Yeah, but I'm not sure how much Giles gets to L.A. and what kind of contacts he would have there. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a home buddy. Anyway, the point is he has contacts. Yes. So off they go to Caratus. 
Yep. Um, so they go to the, this bar. Um, the whole thing just made me laugh. It's so camp. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a sign that said, no weapons or violence allowed. Only good-natured fun down here. Yeah, they've got a metal detector and a security guard. Yeah, and it wasn't just demons. It was humans in there, too, wasn't there? Yeah, or at least human-passing demons. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess that makes more sense. Well, we don't know. It was either they're yeah. humans or they're human-passing demons, like Doyle was. All right. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Sad. Um, so they or they pass money to this demon sitting at the bar. Yep. And they're like, we need to know where we can find this demon at. Yep. And show him a picture, and he was like, it's this. Can I have the name? Because I don't have it written down. The demon. The name. The demon that they're looking for. Um, its breed is Prio Mutu. Motu? Prio. We will go with Prio. So he's like, it's a Prio demon, and um, they're pretty tough to deal with. And he's like, and just like, so where would this demon be? And he goes, I'm not gonna tell you. And he goes. I'll either beat you up or we can give you some more money. One of the two. Yeah. So they give him more money and he's like, you can find him in the, basically the trenches. Yep. Well, he, he tells him that he's a stone cold killer. He travels underground and then sort of, yeah, gives a vague location. Uh, meanwhile, I love this. So another demon had been singing and the host goes to talk to him and he has his line, which is, there's more to life than eating your young. Yeah, because he was getting ready. Like, he was looking forward to the hatchings. Yeah. But it's lovely. It's like, more to life to eat than eating your young. But you have Some more of disagree. a life. You have more of a life if you have eaten your young. Because they're not in the way. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so... He call um he goes up to Angel and he goes he talks to him about something but he tells him he's smart and cute so how about you give us a number yeah and he wants him to sing Angel doesn't sing <laughs> nope um he said there's three things that Angel will not do he won't tan date or sing in public <laughs> but we know he can't go out in the sun. We understand about the whole dating thing. It didn't work out for him to a Sunnydale. But why the no singing in public? Mm, well, we find out. It's just because he's tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Cordy and so, Wes are all about, they're like, yeah, you should sing. We could get information because, you know, the host will be able to see into your soul and, like, tell you things. And Angel's like, like, nope. No. Not going to happen, guys. So they, they splitsville. Well, Angel, Angel splitsvilles, and the host then goes, do you think I would look good in that in that coat? Or I think I would look good in that coat. One of the two. <laughs> Everybody would look good in that coat. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, so he splitsvilles. He goes to look for this demon. Finds him pretty soon. They have a little tussle. Okay, oh, he, a girl is running, and he's mm. like, stop, 
uh, I know that you're being chased. I'm going to help you. So stay right here. Yep. Then the demon comes, and then he fights the demon. Little fisticuffs ensues, and he kills him. Yep. And he was feeling real good about himself. Until the woman's like, and what have you the done? starts, yes, she goes, why did you do that? I, this is a terrible thing, and starts crying over the dead body of the demon. Yeah, he was her protector. Turns out, um, he's the only one that can help her with the tribunal. Yep. There's something going to happen with her baby. She should have said something. Yeah, she got screamed telling him to stop or something, like, yeah. But maybe she thought her protector was going to kill this weird guy that was might hurt her. Yeah, but still. Not that Angel had been aggressive at all. Right. But those are the ones you had to worry about, I guess. Yeah, so she she's pregnant, and she's super worried about the whole entire thing, and so she's like, don't come near me. You already ruined everything. Yeah, so she runs away. Um, so he goes back to AI, and Angel's like, so I killed this demon, but, uh, it was actually a good demon, not a bad demon. <laughs> yeah, he says that it was a soldier like him. Yeah, because she was like, what demon just gives up its actual, you know, you know, its nature and actually helps people? And they look at Angel. So, we find out from Cordelia that in her vision she didn't feel any fear or malice from the demon, and then she shouts at the powers that be that they need to be less vague or more specific. Yeah, well, if she didn't feel any, you know, anything mean, she should have said something. But, who knows? Well, she's she's still, still new to this uh, whole vision game. Yeah, it'll be a struggle to interpret. Usually you see demon, demon equals bad. Especially when there's a woman running. True. Um, so Angel goes looking for the demon that he talked to at the bar. And he's basically like, yeah, I knew that he was protecting this girl. So I knew he wasn't attacking anyone. He goes, but this girl is carrying a child that will be like a big deal seer or something. Yep. And he was like, so we're all trying to get, get, take her out along with the child so that we can get a huge payday from the tribunal, basically. Yeah. Or not even the tribunal. No. But from somebody. Some other demons who obviously don't want yeah. to see her around. I think it's Wolfram and Hart, probably. Oh, probably. Because <laughs> they're the worst. Um, but he goes, so do you know where she would have gone? He goes, do you think I would be hanging around here getting strangled if I knew where she was? Yep. I was like, maybe you're into that. We don't know. We don't judge. I love this next part where we transition. And there's a guy about to get into his car. And what looks like a gang is a pro- Well, it is a gang. A gang looks like they're approaching him. Mm-hmm. And he just drops his keys and runs, like, because they're coming in his vague direction. And mm-hmm. the gang starts and- to run. Yeah. And a vampire grabs the guy that was running originally. And then Gunn shows up and um, dusts the vampire, and the guy is very confused and runs away without saying thank you. 
Yeah. And Angel's like, oh, people are so ungrateful. As he steps out of, like, between the junk. Yeah. And I love that Gunn called him dog and <laughs> says, you haven't aged a day. Funny that. It's very cute. Um, he was like, so I got some questions, but I'm hoping you could help me with. Yep. He needs to find the demon den. Yep. Um, he had to confess to Gunn that this demon wasn't a bad guy and he accidentally killed him. Yeah. Gunn's like, oh, <laughs> another good demon. Exactly. Um, he thought they only had to deal with cockroaches and vampires in this business, but apparently there's more to this yeah. slaying stuff than just uh, just the vampires. So that Gun so, takes him yeah, down to this tunnel, and I've got to mm-hmm. admire Gun's like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Observational skills. He's, they, they come around a corner and sort of behind where they're going to walk next, so they're going to turn away from it, is a vent, and he's like, that wasn't there before. Like, yeah, and he was like, and there's no air coming out from here, so this this seems suspicious. Mm. So they pull off this vent, and it's actually a door, and they found where the prio demon was keeping this young lady. Yep. So they just come and start uh, rifling through everything. Of course. And Angel pushes some buttons on this chest, and it opens up and has, like, a medallion in it. Yeah. So he's like, Gun, could you do some? Could you do me a favor and take this back to my headquarters, to my friends, and uh, can they figure out what this is? Yeah. He goes, I think it has something to do with the tribunal. Yeah. He's like... Cool, I'll do that. Yeah, he not the night he imagined. Yeah, but I was confused on whether or not he had met Cordelia and Wes before. He had uh, seen them. Apparently, he watched them sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was. But a... Gun leaves, and Angel's still looking around. But then someone comes in the well, door. He he said that he planned to stay, so he was waiting. He wanted to drown in his guilt. No, I think it was more he was waiting for the girl to turn up. Well, Gunn said that you were, he was going to right. stew in his guilt. Okay. Wait. Anyway, so he pulls a sword and a pregnant woman comes in. I was like, don't pull a sword on a pregnant woman. Yeah. It's not going to be good. That's not polite. Yeah. So she goes, what are you doing here? Like, what's your deal? And he goes, I'm going to protect you. She goes, I've heard that before. Mm, she's over he it. Goes, yeah, she, he, <laughs> it was cute how he brought up that he's, like, part of a big, like, a part of an agency, quote-unquote. Yeah. He goes, look, I have cards. Yeah, I love that. He's like, my office blew up, but <laughs> we're, we're working out another address at the moment. It's, it's super adorable. And so I was just like, if she would just let him help, he could stop feeling really guilty about the whole thing. And she's like, I really don't have time for this. I have to find this medallion to take to the tribunal, and I have to have a champion. He goes, well, I found the medallion. And she's like, yay, where is it? Well, I don't have it on my person currently. (laughs) And she is pissed and like, stay away from me. You're ruining everything. Yeah, and so she goes to leave. 
And there's a demon there that wants to kill her. Yay. Yeah, so Angel fights him off. And looks like he's going to have to take care of her because she can't take care of herself. Mm. So, yeah, they start running through the tunnels and they um, pop up in an abandoned building of some sort. Mm-hmm. And while this is all going on, we have Gun showing up at Cordelia's. Yep. Um, <laughs> we know how to do battle. Yeah, he's like, he's he's knocked on the door and says it's gun, and Cordy's like, they've got a gun. And then, yeah, Wes is like, we know how to do battle. He goes, no, gun, uh, my name is gun, uh, Angel sent me. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> they let him in, and... He's like, yeah, my name's Charles Gunn. Two N's. <laughs> oh, you gotta love him. So, yeah, so he gives the medallion to them, and he goes, Angel thought this might be important, something to do with the tribunal. Yeah. And, but they had that really awkward moment with the questions where he's, and everything, and he's like, oh, I, I, I watched you sleep. <laughs> and Wes is like, well, this is something that I don't need to be involved in. You know that? Well, she, he said, I watched you in bed. Mm. And Cordelia gets freaked out. He goes, and I watched you too. He goes, and uh, Wesley's like, excuse me. He's <laughs> like, no, like when you guys were in the hospital, I was watching over you so Angel could go do whatever it was he had to do. Yep. I mean, helping out in the shadows. Yeah. So, um, Angel had sent this girl ahead to go to Cordelia's because he had to fight some things or look at some things or go somewhere. No, no, he had to fight the demons that attacked them in the abandoned building. Okay. Um, I just wanted to mention, I feel sorry for this woman. I think she was working, she, Costco, not Walmart. I was going to say she worked at Walmart. No, she was working at Costco, looking to provide a life for a child. Now she's like, I just hope my child was born. I just want to know where the dad is. I don't know if the dad's a demon. <laughs> Exactly. That's what we don't know. Yeah. She's very nonchalant about the whole thing. But so anyway, so Angel turns up and he's like, "Where is she?" And Cordelia goes, "Pregnant girl. We haven't seen her." Yep, she didn't turn up. And he's super pissed about it. He's like, "I should have taken care of her. I should have. um, First of all, I never should have killed her protector." And now I'm just screwing everything up. And Cordelia's like, you're just a vampire like everybody else, and that didn't come out, right? <laughs> I love that line. But yeah, he's, he's also like, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, he's, he's also, also frustrated what? that he can't get her to trust him, but he also understands, like, he did kill her one friend. Yeah, he didn't kill the person that was supposed to protect her, so... Mm-hmm. Yep. That happened. Yeah, he, they had been focused too much on the things to come in the future instead of just focusing on the things that they had right in front of them to do. Yeah, um, so they have this, like, deep and meaningful him and Cordelia, which is really cute, and he's like, yeah, they, they're focusing too much on the future, and she's like, it may be a long time before you become a human, but I'll be there with you the whole time. He goes, what about your acting? And she goes, I can have a day job. <laughs> That's true. She can. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Um. 
But basically, they determine that this medallion is needed to give to the tribunal for a fight to the death that will determine whether or not the tribunal will protect this woman and her child. Or kill her. Yeah, you know, whatever. One of the two. So, So they determine that they need more help than what they can get from each other, so they go back to... The thing is, they need to find Joe. that's the woman's name, Joe quickly. And Angel Mm -hmm. doesn't know where to start. So, yes, that's what makes them decide. So they go back to karaoke night. (laughs) Um, And Angel sings. Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. My dad loves Barry Manilow. Just saying. He'd be the right demographic to like Barry Manilow. Yeah, well, the thing was, my dad, whenever somebody would ask, like, if he was at a place that was playing music over the sound system, anytime somebody would ask, who sings this, he would always say Barry Manilow. (laughs) Even if it wasn't? No matter who. Yeah. Right. He didn't care who it was. Yeah. If he didn't know, he would just say Barry Manilow. (laughs) So, it's kind of adorable. But yeah, so, Angel sings Mandy, um, because he thinks it's pretty. Yeah. Aww. But the head guy of this karaoke bar says, why don't we call him Angel, the vampire with soul? Yeah. Uh, Love uh, that guy. You like the host? Demon. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. He's pretty funny. Yeah. So Angel said that's the only song he knows, plus he thinks it's pretty. Yeah. And so the guy's super hopeful about saying that, Wherever this woman, her name's Joe, is that what you said? Yep. Wherever Joe goes, that's where the tribunal will be. Yep. And so they are going to get out of there and go find her. Yeah, so we cut to Joe running down the middle of a street. Like, you know, the footpath. Like you do. So... Yeah, so the tribunal comes out of nowhere and, like, is on the side of this building just sitting in chairs. Hmm. And they, there's a demon on a horse that throws down its medallion and he goes, where's your medallion and where is your champion? She goes, I don't have either. (laughs) Yeah, so they're like, well, your life is forfeit. Yeah, and then Angel comes up, well, we see the medallion get thrown down, and Angel's like, I'm her champion. Dun, dun, dun. And she goes, I really appreciate, but you know how you're not really good at anything? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, from what she's seen, she's not wrong. I love that he, he like, has to joust, and she's like, do you know how to ride a horse? He's like, I used to ride horses. How long ago? (laughs) A while. (laughs) But he's like, could you not make me look like a complete and total idiot? To the whole. I appreciate it. Yeah, he was going <laughs> yes. to. Yeah, I love that. The horse is just like, going, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and so he gets on the horse, has the shield and the lance. Yep. And they start riding at each other, and it takes a really, really freaking long time for them to get together. Yeah, well, it doesn't jousting. I've watched real jousting, and it takes a little while. They get a good run up. Yeah, all I have to go on is A Knight's Tale, which is a fantastic Love that movie. movie. <sighs> it's a lance, hello. <laughs> anyway, so he gets a hit off of the. Does he get a hit off of the demon? 
he hits the demon's shield. Then yes. they come back around and the demon gets him in the chest, well, in the sh- his shield, which is against his chest, and throws him off the horse. Yep, and then they start sword fighting. Oh, just so you know, so when the demon circles around to come at Angel again while Angel grabs the sword, you can mm-hmm. see two crew members turning a vehicle away because they have to close <laughs> off the street. Nice. Yeah, I was like, what is it with people, like, what are people driving by think about this whole joust in the middle of the street thing? Real people or uh, angel people? Angel people. Well, they can't see it as far, like, everyone vanished and the street became. Well, there were cars with actual headlights, like, on the same street. Yeah, in the background. Like, in the background. Yeah. yeah. But they were being turned away. Maybe they are like, in a magic bubble. Maybe. Seems seems strange. Anyway, so sword fighting commences, and the demon stabs Angel, and they think all is lost. Yeah, they even, like, so much. The the judges even tell her that the other guys won. Yep, but um, not any little old stabbing is going to kill Angel. Yeah, especially not with a sword. God. Yeah, so he pulls out the sword and then cuts the other guy's head off, and they're like, we stand corrected, your champion won, so now you've earned the protection of the tribunal. Yep, and then they just up and vanish. Good, good times. Um, yeah, he, he did a good thing. Yay. Sorry. And... Then he has some things to take up. So he goes back to AI. Yeah. And basically he's like, we need to stop keeping count of the good things that we do because it takes our focus off of what's really important. Hmm. Yep. And then he tells them to hold down the fort. He has somewhere to go. Yeah. So he goes to a prison and I was really confused. (laughs) Until he sits down and it's Faith. Yeah. He's he's come to have a she bit of a hard up. Yeah. And I love she's talking about her day and how she got attacked by some chick with a knife. And Angel's like, is she and Faith's like, is she, you know, alive? <laughs> she goes, I wanted to kill her, but I didn't. Yeah. Which is good. It's a step in the right direction for her. Exactly. Yeah. So he's trying to be her friend. He does tell her that he had to sing Barry Manilow. Yeah, and she's like, okay, your life's way worse than mine. Yeah, she goes, I thought my day was bad. <laughs> um, but they both are on the same page of they are turning their lives around and they're doing what they can to make things okay. Yeah. And then we um, cut to the credits and it's more angel singing. Yeah, I love these, um, I can't remember what the word is for this kind of credits that they do now and then in Angel. Like, we had the episode where we got to watch Angel dancing through the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what to call either, but just a you know, one-off where they show more of him singing. And it was yeah. him laughing. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just really good. Um, so... Let's find you some international titles. Cool. We didn't have to put up with much Darla this episode, so I was happy about it. 
So they are the tribunal and the judgment. Lame. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't see much Dala. Good. And I'm hoping you're like, let's just keep it that way. Let's never see Dala. Yep. I'm hoping, but my predictions for the season are that she's going to be the big bad. So. We will see. Um, so what did you rate this episode? Um, I thought it was a pretty good episode, um, especially for a start of a season. It got uh, a seven for me. Same here. It was better than most of the season one episodes. <laughs> yeah, they 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 coming Dude, out. Strong. I'm really down on season one. It was it was really bad. Yeah. Yep. But we saw the potential when they had the faith episode that they could do amazing things. They just need yes. to find the right port, like the right tone. Mm-hmm. And your favorite moment? Sorry, my nose has got it really blocked. <laughs> so I, I probably understand. sound funny. Um. I'm going to just mute myself I, and blow while you talk. Okay. My favorite moment is kind of a toss-up um, between the very last scene with him and Faith and him singing. But I guess I'm going to have to go with um, – actually, I'm going to go with his interaction with Faith. Good, because I was tossing up between them as well, and I wrote down Angel singing. Nice. Uh, Angel and Faith. And finally, your character shout-out. Um, it's going to go to Joe. Okay. The one that he was trying to yeah. protect. Mine is going to Angel for, one, really going out of the way to correct his mistake, mm-hmm. and, two, coming to that realisation that, you know, it's all good and well that he kind of knows that he might become human, but instead of just focusing on that, to focus on what his actual mission is – and to just help people do the right thing, regardless of the reward. Yeah. I just think that Jo had a lot going on, and she needs yeah. all the help she can get. Cool and Angel was able to give her the help that she needed in that moment. Yeah. Very good. Um, do, 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 do. So this brings us to predictions. Oh, boy. So the I don't even know what next week's episode name is, so this will be oh. fun. <laughs> Are you now or have you ever been? What? Are you now or have you ever been? Dude, are we going to get more flashbacks? Mm. Actually, I actually honestly don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go check. <laughs> um, don't even know what episode this is. Because it just kind of lends itself to like looking back on how things oh. were. Oh, oh, this episode. I know what it is now. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. I, oh, I hate this. <laughs> Didn't have time to think. Um. I feel like it's going to be more flashbacks of, like, Darla and Angel because that's what we're going to be focusing on for the next season. I'm hoping that it stretches out the whole season so we don't have to see her so much at once. Um, But interspersed with... (sighs) Dude, I really have no idea. I hate this. I don't like not knowing, not having time to think about things. uh, Sorry, I've stopped telling them to you because you've been looking them up 
on your Hulu. I know. I know. But I didn't do that this time. <laughs> uh, flashbacks maybe, yeah, flashbacks. And maybe we'll have in current day... Um... <laughs> Like I got, I got nothing. Um, <laughs> maybe Cordelia and Wesley are trying to do more research into Angel's past to figure out if there's anything in particular they need to do to have him be a human in the future. I have no freaking idea. Okay. That's all I got. Okay, well, this is the worst. <laughs> Into oh, man. <laughs> uh, you poor, poor it's, thing. It's dumb. <laughs> You're like, I hate it. It's dumb. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, I, this really gives me nothing to work with. <laughs> oh, you, you sh- I'll start sending them to you again to help you out. So I've, I know you've got them that way. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for you. Um, I'm just about to look at our schedule because I believe we have a double coming up next week. Oh boy! But it almost be out of turn. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Those are raw outlines. (laughs) Oh, oh, is it? It. What? Maybe the schedule is in my personal email. Do you know? (laughs) I haven't seen it lately. Okay. Hopefully, it's in my personal one. Poor, poor listeners just listening to me ramble like this, because you know I'm not going to edit this out. Nope. I know it. Um, what was it? Da, da, da. We're almost down to Australia time. It's now 29 days until you land. Ooh. So that's exciting. Um, Very exciting. For those watching our... Twitter feed, we were discussing doing a live recording. Um, what I've been thinking and I've kind of discussed with Marissa is that what we might do is um, – uh, we don't have a double. There you go. Oh. No double. That's the okay. week after. All right. Um, and what's about? Oh. Or do we? What? What? Um, uh, this recording is confusing me because you filled out record five point two, record five point three, but they're not 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 important. We can go back and yeah. figure it out. The point is, does it look like a double? Might be a double. Might be a surprise. Um, instead of recording the episode live, just so because this is a holiday for Marissa. It's not about her working. Rather be able to go and do fun stuff instead of, like, not saying it's not fun, but, you know, be out and about in Australia rather than having to time ourselves straight away to do a podcast. But what we will do is we will do on a day where we're being a bit chill, a live uh, watch of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Um, yeah. So I'll we'll let you know if we when we decide a day. It'll be evening American time, and it'll just be chill. So grab a drink, watch the movie with us, and then we can uh, 
talk to you about it on Facebook or YouTube or something. We'll work it out. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. So in the meantime, if you would like to contact us, our email address is mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Our website, mmpodcastnetwork.com. We are on the Twitter, MMP Network. I feel like I'm forgetting something. I don't think I am. My personal handle is at Mel Bickett, B-I-C-K-E-T. And, Marissa, where can people find you? People can reach out to me personally on Twitter at RissaRu312. I would like to ask everybody to rate and review us. Um, we still have just the reviews that were on there before, including the one that said that they enjoy the show, but they don't like us because we're not supernatural. <laughs> um, aside from all of that stuff going on, we will slay you later, guys. <laughs>